Welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts, a special episode this week. This is the second episode. And again, this is season three. And we're excited about that. And this is our Melanin edition, all that great shit. And we are still talking politics. So if you missed the first episode, please go back and listen because Jimmy and I went over a lot of things leading up to this election that we are under almost under 50 days away um 50 days um before the next election and we're going to continue that conversation because now we're going to talk about a few things hey jimmy welcome back thank you for having me again no problem um oops i just kissed the microphone that was not my intention and (laughs) it was it really was not it was an accident and so let's start this episode with kamala harris let's start it there um back when we were talking you we talked about Our last episode, we were talking about, you know, his VP pick because he was taking just so long to figure out who he wanted as a VP. And when it came to it, I remember once we realized why it was taking him so long, I I completely understand now because it was a very important decision um, that he had to make for his VP for many reasons. And Mm -hmm. his VP pick basically had to be a more perfect candidate than he is, honestly, because of who he is and because of the times we're in. And it was just so many factors that had to go into his VP pick. And, you know, I, I liked all his options, um, but after, I think I talked to you afterward. I mean, you always liked Kamala Harris. You were always mm-hmm. one of his VP. I always people. thought she would, yeah, I thought he was because she was going to be the VP. Yeah, back. you always mm-hmm. thought that. I was going back and forth. I liked everyone for different reasons, and I never yeah. thought that he would have a bad choice, but I knew that it needed to be a black woman. And for me, out of all the black women, I personally feel like Kamala Harris was the most qualified you know, I love Stacey Abrams, but Jesus, she has not been mm-hmm. in politics. She has not held a really strong political office ever. So I think that yeah. she would have been a hard selling point for mm-hmm. for people. I, I really think she would have been a hard selling point, even though she, she even though she has a great voice, she has great plans and ideas. I think that that would have been a hard selling point point for him so i think that kamala was just the it it, it just made sense mm-hmm. no yeah i completely agree i think by the end of the day i think he actually narrowed it down to karen bath susan rice her and i think elizabeth warren got pretty close in there i think with karen bath the problem was was that Biden always likes to have a close relationship with people he worked with. And one of the things that we learned in the process is that Kamala was actually good friends with his son, Bo, who, who was a retired, uh, who worked in the army and was a attorney general of Delaware. And he passed away of brain cancer. So I did not know that, that they, that actually Kamala and Biden were actually good friends, which makes it so odd when you think about that attack that she made on him. Yeah. So I, so I also, but at the same time, this also, their relationship also shows how politics really works. That there are times when you are just going to go into each other, but at the end of the day, they're both on the same side and they need to come together and work together and work together. And I, I think that was one of the biggest things is that he, or I think 
it's respect for someone who can go in at you like that. And it's also, they had a personally close relationship. They already had a relationship established. So I think that's what really set her forward outside of Karen Bass, who a has never like Joe Biden liked her, but he doesn't really know her. So it's like, he said, like, I don't want to select someone as a VP and I don't know them that well. And when we're dealing with pandemic, a racial reckoning, and an economic collapse. Like I need to know this person. And then with Susan Rice, it was just, she's never run for public office in her life. She was chosen as national security advisor. And apparently I learned about this. She was kind of, she had a potential to get like the same treatment that Amy Klobuchar did in that Susan Rice has does not mince words and can get very heated and says some, says some things behind uh, behind closed doors that can, some people would be really offended by. So, yeah, I think at the end of the day, he ended up making the best decision for himself as a leader. I agree. I totally agree. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, what I will say is um, I was very disappointed in how the response, how the response was um, when Kamala Harris was announced as the VP. And I was I was disappointed. Um, and I'm talking about black people. Um, so I was disappointed for two reasons. One, it showed for one, like people, if I hate when people don't read and don't research, you know, mm-hmm. and so that irritates me, especially it really irritates me because I've been following this political chain for over a year now. So there are things that I've already seen that I know is false. There are things I already seen that I know more about. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when, and this happens all the time on social media, when anyone in politics announces anything, the people who don't follow at all are the loudest voices that have an opinion. Oh, say it to the back of the room. I they mean, are the are loudest so right. that have an opinion about the decision that was made. And it pisses mm-hmm. me off. It makes me so yeah. upset. And Mm -hmm. so what I saw a lot about Kamala Harris was, you know, the people who then want to start bringing up her, her record, um, her record as a prosecutor and uh, her arrest record and how she's arrested all these African-American men, how she's quick to throw these African-American men in jail. And then the whole that movie Fruitville Station that came out with Michael B. Jordan, how when that happened, she was the prosecutor during that time and she didn't prosecute those those police officers. And it, it was it's just a mm. lot that came out. And my first thing that the first thing that irritated me was, for one, she was already running for president. This woman yeah. ran for president. She was the first candidate to come out to run for president. She was she the was, first. Yeah. And none, y'all were radio silence. Oh, she ran mm-hmm. for president? Did she? Yes, she did. That means you don't know what the f- you're talking about. <laughs> that means you, you're, you're a clickbaiter. And so mm-hmm. those are the people that bother me. And then the other people that bother me that don't fact check. Because... Mm-hmm. Her history in and her arrest history isn't the best. It's not the best, but she followed mm-hmm. the law, the law that was kind of was kind of was forced upon up, upon her. And yeah, something I said back then, something I said not too long ago that really bothered me was that you know a lot of a lot of um a lot of black people we don't get a seat at the table. 
we don't have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. A very few of us get a chance to get at the table. Sometimes mm-hmm. we have to do what we have to do to be able to stay at that table. And mm-hmm. I think that people forget that that's for all black people. Like she was uh, the first black woman. Um, I don't think she was the first black prosecutor. I feel like she was the first black woman prosecutor um, in that uh, in San Francisco. I feel like she was. I am currently searching the Internet. OK, thank you. Search that while I keep talking. And so I know she yeah. was the first, first black woman over there to do something over there. Um, but please fact check me. So I feel I so I feel like um, people forget that when we get in positions, it happens to me at work. When we get management positions, we feel like we have to we have to do everything we can to prove that we belong here or prove that we have to be here mm-hmm. and we have to play their game still. There's still so much that we have to do in these positions and I feel like people looked past that and, and didn't see that Kamala Harris probably had to do certain things that she didn't want to do as the prosecutor Mm -hmm. with certain arrests and certain things that she didn't want to do. And people say, well, that's not true. I said, isn't it? Look at the God, what's her name here in Chicago? Um, Kim Fox. Kim Fox. Look what happened to Kim Fox. The moment Kim Fox started giving, um, a pass to Jesse Smollett. She started doing a lot of things to help black um, men not go to jail. Kim Fox started getting a lot of backlash from people not wanting her in the office anymore because they felt like she was playing favoritism. So you mm-hmm. don't want you you don't you want her to you want her to not send people to jail, but then she's going yeah. to get the rap that she's playing favoritism and then lose her job. So it's like, what do you want from this woman? And so I feel like mm-hmm. people were being extremely hard on Kamala Harris without even discussing the great things that she did do for the black communities as she was in office. And well, it's just in general. Sorry to interrupt, but it's Go just ahead. in general. You see it all the time that black politicians, and maybe it's because I, and you know, I'm not a black person, so I don't know. But it's interesting to see that black politicians are held to a higher standard than white politicians. Like you don't see, um, like the mayor, the mayor of Portland can walk around in the crowd of protesters and get mates with them, and nothing happened. I can guarantee you, if Lori Lightfoot tried to do that, she would get her ass whacked. Right. You know, it's just it's just this amazing thing that and, you know, it could be that, you know, they they should. I guess some people would say they should know better because they're black. But it's just interesting to me that, you know, you say bring up Tim Fox and you say that and she's up for reelection this year and she's running against Pat O'Brien, who is a for I think it's a former cop. So it's like really pick your battles. Because while you can, you you don't want someone out of the, someone who might be able to, might listen to you versus somebody who won't listen to you and will make things absolutely 10 times worse. So I agree. I just, I don't understand it why white politicians can do, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm voting for him and I actually do like him, but the same thing, we see it with Joe Biden too. And with just Hillary, I mean, Joe Biden can get away with a lot of stuff. And if any woman did, oh, my God, she'd be up on a pike. And 
Side note, she was the first woman, first African-American, and the first South Asian-American to hold the office of attorney general in California state history. Thank you. I knew I knew something good, mm-hmm. good for her. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a double standard. It's a double standard. It is. And, I, I, you know, I hate it. And, you know, I personally hate it more when it comes from the black community because, you know, it's like hello this is what we're fighting for why are we mm-hmm. you know at least fact check at least read like i i blocked so many people on facebook because they kept reposting you know like dumb shit about her that wasn't true and it's like did you read mm-hmm. this at all like did you did you read did you uh, re- did you yeah. truly go out and research because it's there and that's my it's issue. a white person problem too it's white people too trust me i'm a friend well, of a lot of white know, people it's, who it's, have had to block. An, it seems like it's an american problem that we just don't read we don't don't fucking read you know if people people read then we wouldn't be we wouldn't have trump supporters because they would actually read and understand yeah just just like oh the funny thing real quick how they spelled nobel peace prize wrong that was funny i know god i mean god everybody laughed they put noble trump 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 is gonna get the nobel peace prize noble not nobel you idiot (laughs) Uh, anyway, I, I love it. It's so funny that I'm sorry, I know this sidetrack, but it's so funny. Like on these comments on Facebook, like on Fox News, and all these comments. Like sometimes I comment just because, like, I'm like, look, I have time today. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to comment and talk to these people. But it's so funny that a lot of these people that be replying to me is either a fake page, it's either a fake page, or the person has no teeth <laughs> they have no, they have no teeth and no eyebrows so i'm like okay you're a trump supporter great and you don't oh. you don't need this dental oh. insurance okay whatever okay sure I mean, you just, want insurance all right I, I think you need this insurance sir ma'am yeah but that's so, just ma'am. Oh. <laughs> Listen, that's just something I've noticed Listen. as I've been yeah. as I've been trolling the internet. Like you have no teeth and you have no eyebrows. Yeah. Okay, you're a Trump supporter, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> so there are anyway co- there are a couple of facts I want to point out about Kamala Harris that okay, the media ahead. is going around, and not just the media, but people are going around saying you know false narratives about her. A, mm-hmm. you know, the one that's saying she's not African-American, which is false. You know, Kamala Harris mm-hmm. is an African-American. You know, uh, you know, yeah. you don't just because you're not. Uh, and she actually was born here. She was born here. She was yeah. born in the United States. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I, the whole birthrism thing, like, I'm, I, like, can we not do that again? Can we not uh, do the Obama, the were... Obama birthday thing again? Can we just not go there? You know, I swear I, to God, every conservative jumped out of their chair because, you know, with Joe Biden, they really I mean, they don't they don't really stick because they don't know how to fight against an old white man. But as soon as they saw a black woman, they all jumped her joy because they could rely on racism and sexism combined. Absolutely. And the next thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, Kamala Harris imprisoned 2000 black people while she was the California AG. There has been no evidence found that she is imprisoned that many. What has been found is um, she there was uh, the, there um, between uh, the admission for marijuana. Uh, the, she, she, she was very big on the marijuana crackdown. 
um, in um, mm. California. And the only thing that was found that between the years of 2014, 15, and 16, 16, there were 581 um, related offenses to marijuana that she um, tried to convict it for 581 during her whole time not over 2,000 black men you know being thrown in jail so that's another thing that was a false um, a false narrative um, uh-huh. um People just she's a descendant she's a descendant of white slave owners um, that ha- that's false so my thing is, even, how can you say she's not a oh, she's not black, but she's a descendant of white slave owners? Okay, Ugh, yeah, these people are killing me. And the last thing um, is no, actually that was the last thing because the biggest thing was that mm-hmm. she um, put a lot of these black men behind bars for marijuana possession, and that's just not true. There's no evidence of that. So I just wanted to point that out to those people who are just so quick to retweet repost and re-hashtag some bullshit yeah thank you call him out so let's get into <laughs> two big nights that happened not so long oh, ago boy. <laughs> and one of them i really like i okay the rnc i think i drunk three bottles of wine watching the rnc the I D- barely watched it. The DNC, I drank orange juice. So oh. that tells you <laughs> let, let which that one tell I enjoyed. You. Yeah. That, didn't tell <laughs> you which, that, that tells you which one I enjoyed. Um, the, I, I'm just going to be honest because I told Jimmy, like, when I was telling Jimmy, like, look, we have to watch the RNC. He was like, what? I know. We have to? I'll just get the recaps. And so I. Yeah, I just did recaps. I, I tried my best. When I tell you, I said I tried my best. I barely got through the first, I think I watched the first 30 minutes of night one, and I was like, I cannot watch anymore. It was driving was that, me. Wait, was that um his girlfriend when it was like, the best is yet to come? I stopped was, it was before that. that, that. I stopped it. I stopped it after Nikki, Nikki Haley. Hey, everyone. It's Daryl from Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Couple questions for you. Do you have a black-owned business? Do you want to be a sponsor? Well, you've come to the right place. I have a great podcast, Daryl's Daring Thoughts, that you can sponsor your business on. You can sponsor it for one, two, three episodes or maybe the entire season. So if you want to sponsor your brand on my show, contact me at DarylDaresYou at gmail.com. That's Darrow, D-A-R-O, Dares You at gmail.com to learn how you can be heard in multiple countries alongside a celebrity guest through my sponsoring ad package. Can't wait to hear from you. Um, Nikki Haley, when she said her little thing about Trump not being racist and, you know, and, and this country is not racist and all that shit, I'm like, okay, so I guess the, the 13th Amendment just was just never happened, you know, since this country isn't mm-hmm. racist, you know, that's not that that just, just didn't happen. And how she started. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I know. We'll get into that. But I'm just saying, like, that was, like, I really, I couldn't take it anymore. Like, I had to stop watching. Mm-hmm. So let's go into the mm-hmm. DNC. I'll give you my... Okay, yeah, um, positivity. I really... And I, I think I told you this. I was very impressed. Now, I couldn't watch all three nights because I was busy. And for mm-hmm. me, I just couldn't... It's I, just, I, I, know you could, I know you did. But for me, it's just too much politics. <laughs> I, just, I can't take it. But I will say mm-hmm. I really enjoyed... I, thought, I watched the first two. 
I really enjoyed mm-hmm. the DNC. I really I, I, for me, mm-hmm. virtually, I wish I don't even care. If, I don't give a fuck if Corona goes. They need to just keep doing it virtually because I really. I know it was more organized. Ooh. It was so. It was, it was extremely thoughtful. I love mm-hmm. the presentation. I love the host. I just really enjoyed mm-hmm. the message, and I love the yeah. message of. It was. I. I felt. I felt a sense of control i felt a leadership mm-hmm. presence i felt which with, with 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 um with joe biden what i appreciate about him the most is i am comfortable in him surrounding himself with the best people i feel like joe biden's administration is going to be like the like the nba best all-star team that you can ever fucking imagine i feel like joe Apparently biden they call them the avengers the people yes. everybody who ran they call them the avengers i know it's yes. like, that's how i, I feel too joe that's biden's why, yeah. team and it's, it's just i feel like this is gonna be amazing and so i i loved it i loved everything about it so give me your like key takeaways from the dnc I think for me, the biggest key takeaway was like the best. The funny thing is, is that the best part wasn't necessarily the, uh, the like Democratic politicians talking. It was just listening to real people talk. Mm-hmm. It was so mm-hmm. nice that so many regular people had a chance to really go forward. And sometimes those were the best, most powerful moments. I mean, one of the most powerful moments was I think this was night one of the DNC where this girl came out and she said, my dad voted for Donald Trump. Yes. He listened to Donald Trump when he said COVID was okay. He went out to a bar. He is now dead. I don't hold Trump responsible for coronavirus coming, but I hold him responsible for it killing my dad. It's it's like like moments like that or moments when the, um, uh, the, uh, the, the, the activists who, the the uh, guy who has ALS, who's an activist for Medicare for All, who the, he and Joe Biden completely disagree. But for him to come out and say, we, we can't go forward without Joe Biden there, I thought that was great. The little girl who said that she doesn't see either her father or her mother because of the Trump separating families at the border. It's just these mo- – I think what, what they did well was relying on so many people. What I don't think that they did well is that they were – because it was Joe Biden, they were still trying to honor some people who I just don't think should have been there, a.k.a. the Clintons. I don't think the Clintons should be there. I, I think maybe Hillary, maybe Hillary, but I, I Bill just talked for a second, but there was no reason for Bill Clinton to be there. There Jimmy, was also he, no he's reason. He's a former president of the United States. He has to be there. I know. I know he has to be there, but it's just, there's such a pariah of a couple. You know what I mean? There's such a pariah and they draw very passionate um, responses. Either you absolutely love them. I mean, you see, I was watching just a stupid thing, but I was watching a clip of Monique doing stand up, and she talked about how she wishes, this is probably in the early 2000s, I'm guessing, where she was like, I wish we could vote for people again because I would put Bill Clinton back in office because he was running the shit out of this country. Oh, if you, if that you was really, then. If you really want, I mean, a lot of people, even today, even today, peop, I guarantee you, if you took a poll today, 
issues aside bill clinton was an amazing goddamn president i of course was Mm -hmm. in um junior high and don't you say a damn thing about where you work because you weren't even born probably we're not even don't don't say shit don't say a damn thing i'm not gonna say a word but i was oh my god were you born i'm curious you weren't even born i'm not do you really want me to answer do you want me to answer i know the answer to that you weren't born I was born in his second term. Ah! I was born in his second term. <laughs> oh, you God. asked for it. I, you, you said you asked for it. That is you, okay. you asked for moving, it. Moving right along. I, right I along. just remember life under under his administration. And my parents, you can ask my parents, you can ask your parents. Uh, life under oh, my parents said the same thing. Life under Clinton's administration was great. I mean, he got a blowjob every now and then under a desk. Oh well, who? who I mean, come on, like everyone. Let him get a blowjob. Let him get a blowjob. Like, oh my God, he's trying to make sure we don't get bombed. He needs a blowjob. You know? I know exactly. Everyone has an OnlyFans yeah. page nowadays, so who cares about a blowjob? <laughs> so I'm just yes, saying. Ma'am. I'm just saying. I, I personally, I understand the baggage that comes with that uh, family I get what you're saying but I think that he still has him and his wife have left a huge I think the mark they left on this country is greater than the Mm -hmm. scandal and we can't yeah. ignore the the we can't ignore Hillary being the um Hillary basically winning First. winning the election Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she you, did win. You know, okay. she did. She did win, and you know, and the money mm-hmm. that she has put into the DNC and has raised for the DNC. So I think that we can't ignore mm-hmm. that. But I just, I just, mm-hmm. you know, and by him, there's not yeah. so many, there's not a lot of living presidents, and to have all of the living presidents, you know, I think that it's just it was important for him. I think it would have been more of a scandal if if he wasn't president. I guarantee you, it would have been a, a huge issue with people bringing up some. Then, uh, why wasn't Bill Clinton there? Why weren't the Clintons present? I, I truly believe. No, it would No, yeah, yeah. I was like I said. Well, my thing is, is like like I said, I was fine with. I thought Hillary, but I thought Bill was a bit of a pariah. But seeing what you said, you are right. He does mean something to a generation of people that that vote a lot more than my generation does. Obviously, yeah. So. yeah he he he, he actually want, is he, the generation. He is the president of the generation that does all the voting. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't like that, maybe you should vote more, but whatever. <laughs> I will also just one more, period one, one last thing about the, yeah, period. Yeah, period. Um, but just one last thing before, if we are moving on, I love this moment where they had this fun moment where all the people who ran were like on a zoom call and they're all friendly. They're having fun and they're talking. And then it goes to Mike Bloomberg yeah. who just had a whole, <laughs> it was like, it was so funny how they'll ever, I mean, He's using, I mean, he just put millions and millions and millions of dollars to uh, help Biden in Florida. So his money is good where it is, but God damn. Mike Bloomberg just just donated $100 million to um, uh, HBCU um, black, um, HBCU schools that have, um, that offer medical degrees so he can get more black doctors. So Mike Bloomberg, I mean, mean, it's such a weird thing, isn't it? 
I know it's a weird thing. He's a weird pariah in that it's great where he puts his money, but he himself is very smart and just he, lost. He, he needs to just start writing checks and stop talking. Just write the checks and stop talking. Yes, write your checks and stop talking. That's all yeah. he needs to do from this point forward. But yes, he's he's doing more to help Joe Biden in Florida. And um, I, you also said something to me. You said something to me a while ago about the DNC. I don't know if you remember, but you at some point you felt like there wasn't enough representation for like the trans community or i just felt well it would have been nice you know it's very hard because i love i i'm in the same boat with you i love pete Buttigieg a lot and i would have just and there was there was a trans there was moments where there were trans people in the dnc it would have just been nice to have maybe let a trans person have a little bit more of a speech to talk about LGBTQ plus issues. I understand Pete needs a, and as someone who absolutely loves Pete Buttigieg, it would have been really cool to have done that. So that was just my thing. I was not, it wasn't something that, well, it bothered me a little bit, but it was just like maybe next time just to have a trans woman of color to talk about this. I think that would have been really, really cool. But my my final takeaway, and then we can move on is that, the DNC showed that how big the umbrella is at um, the Democratic umbrella is. And, you know, the Republicans try to, you know, box us and make us all, well, these are different things, this and this and this. We have a very huge umbrella. Um, Having that huge umbrella can sometimes hinder um, the Democrats because I do think that there are way more, there's, I do believe there's too many people under this um, umbrella and I think that there needs to ju- they need to just automatically go ahead and just start a third party. I think they're actually there, needs- there's already talk that there's people. Have you heard of this? The People's yeah. Party. I think there honestly yeah, so needs to be four parties. I think there needs. To- I think so too. I think there needs to be a Tea Party, the Republicans, um, the people. What what you said the other one was. The people, the very far left, the People's Party. The People's Party, aka the Socialists. Uh, um, yeah, I think it needs to be. I know, be very, you want to be very careful with that because uh, they're socialists. Oh, I, sometimes when I hear that, it's like as I just hear, well, I know, but they're, they're socialists. socialists. But and I, it, it kind of, it kind of sounds like communism. They're and socialists. There's a big difference between socialism. Well, and I communism, know the difference, so that's gonna, why I can say it. Yeah, I know they're socialists. They're yeah. socialists. No, yeah, so, I'm gonna yeah. say it. So they're mm-hmm. the socialists, and then there's Democrats. I think that there needs to be mm-hmm. those four, and you sit your ass mm-hmm. wherever you want to belong. And there you go. And so I just mm-hmm. think the that- problem is the pro- yeah. I think the only problem with four different parties is that the more parties you have, the less of a majority is needed to win. You know okay, what I mean? And? Well, you know what you have to do is what you have to do is then you have to have ranked choice voting, which is essentially you rank who you want to win. And if your top person loses, then your votes go towards the next person on your list. Yeah. I just, I just think, I think that I just, I just think that that's a whole other thing. I just, I, m- me saying that is just that I think that the Democrats' umbrella is a great thing because there's so many views, but I think it also can hurt you. It can hurt us because there are so many people mm-hmm. under under that umbrella. So the DNC, the DNC was trying to feed for so many voices in three days when Republicans didn't yeah. have to do that. You know, they didn't have yeah. to feed for so many voices in those three days. So I feel like the DNC mm-hmm. had a harder, a harder um, agenda 
Uh, and mm-hmm. I feel like they did really good with with doing that. Yeah. So now I let's go agree. to the RNC. And we're not giving them a whole bunch of airtime. But what no, I will we're not. Well, say. Well, I can't because I can't talk about it that much. <laughs> I can't. Like, my stomach I mean, is turning as we yeah. speak. Yeah. What I will say, for me, my takeaway from it was that it was just a bunch of lies. And I, I mean, yeah, the lying, the lying on top of lies, on top of lies. Like, I said mm-hmm. this when we first started talking about it, Nikki Haley. I, like, that woman, that woman, which I, I really that thought was she, some... <laughs> she's, running, she's running for president um, in four years. Oh, no, she's. So going to run for president. She is oh, run- she's running. She's running for president. She's running for president. She definitely is running for president. Oh, she so is. But yes, when I tell is. you, I truly despise that woman. And, and talking about racism, I mean, my thing is this: to say racism doesn't exist is that is a lie. That right there is you the know? end of a conversation uh, for me. There was a. Um, there was a. Uh, uh, meme going around of her like saying they say america is racist that is a lie now keep in mind she's wearing a pink thing under it the picture of dolores umbridge from harry potter going you've been told there's a certain dark wizard at large this is a lie i mean it's perfect it's exactly perfect this woman is so it's just evil i mean this part i'm so sorry to anybody who's conservative and i have it's just evil it's pure evil yeah it's just you know my thing is i have i have more of my more of my values my core values align up with conservative values i am Mm -hmm. way more conservative than i am liberal um Mm -hmm. and i but i've never felt i could be conservative and vote conservative Mm -hmm. because the one thing, like how they are, like their one issue is abortion. My one issue with conservatives is that I feel like you all are racist. I feel like you mm. all are racist. And you never mm. cease to amaze me with your racist behavior and remarks. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, every opportunity they get to prove to me that they're not racist, they do the exact opposite. And I felt I know, like the RNC, and for me, I felt like the RNC was a KKK rally on on a night special for three days. Oh, I completely agree. I mean, I talked about you that moment when that Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, who, by the way, if you don't recognize her, that woman used to work at Fox on yes. The Five, which is like their version of The View. Do you know what she said about Barack Obama when he cried about Sandy Hook? She goes, oh, I wonder if there was an onion under that podium that made him cry. So first of all, let's just say that. And second of all, when she's standing up there screaming, the best is yet to come. I'm like, this is uh, this is a very twisted thing that I'm going to say, but it's like I see her say that, and then I, I, I visually, in my like artistic fucked up mind, I see her saying that, and the podium is on top of dead bodies of yeah. people who've died of COVID-19 and yeah. black people who have been killed by police. Yeah, It's like, are you kidding me the, the america RNC, and the rnc was the purge the rnc was the purge movie and the i don't purge, if, if yeah. anybody's ever seen the purge the rnc was the purge like it's, you know i i would have taken them seriously if they could have for, the one thing that really pissed me off about the rnc 
well, there were multiple things. But the one thing that really pissed me off is that they were what they were trying to sell to people that, you know, the riots, the looters, the protests, the killings, all like all this is happening. What they kept saying, none of this would happen with the Trump administration. None of this would happen. Bitch, we are under your administration and this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not mm-hmm. under a and Joe they, Biden's yeah, administration. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. what they were trying to sell to people. Like, this would not happen under Trump's administration. under Barack Obama. Yeah, this same thing started on Barack Obama and not everybody was running around. In the, I mean, people burned shit down, but it wasn't like as widespread as it was. It's probably more widespread because we have a president who will fucking use tear gas on people just standing there so that he can stand in front of a church and raise the Bible up in his hand like a goddamn prop. Yeah. It's like, what do yeah. you think? I mean, it's like, I don't like all this violence, but I can't be mad that people react so violently when at the top of the ticket of American leadership, we need law and order. I'm with the police. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? Absolutely. And it's like, I don't like it and I don't agree with it, but fuck, people are angry. I mean, I, I, my next episode is actually talking about this, but me personally, mm-hmm. I am, I, I, the riots and the riots don't bother me. The looting doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it did at first, but now, you know, I really don't give a fuck. You know, loot, riot, know. do what you have yeah. to do because honestly, people only loot for things that they should be able to afford to get when we can't live when we live in a country where one man jeff bezos is like a two-time billionaire um so so people are looting because they can't afford certain things people are rioting Mm -hmm. because they're angry Mm -hmm. people are protesting because they want Mm -hmm. change so i'm not Mm -hmm. against uh, i'm not against any of it but what i will what i am against is the denying that racism exists in this country that's what really makes like people more pissed off because you deny it as if it's not in our history now these people are upset about you know statues being torn down and all this stuff and people denouncing christopher columbus they all upset about that because they're like you're erasing history but there are certain things that are in history that can definitely confirm that this country is racism i.e abraham lincoln and the biggest thing he did in his during his president presidency which we can confirm Mm -hmm. what that was and that's abolishing slavery so my thing is if racism was it's not in this country then there would have been no need for that jim crow laws you know um Mm -hmm. segregation you know what are you talking Mm -hmm. about like there's like just hold up a picture of a whites only fountain so to talk about yeah. racism is not has never been in this country was a real or shove sl- your or shove tim scott who's i mean i don't know if i can say this but i'm just gonna go for it tim scott who is a complete and utter token they're token at this point oh, they token and black for person? him to go up there yeah, I know, and I don't know if I should. I can say that that might not be. I can my say place it. They to token say. black nigga. I'll say that. Yo, okay, you go. You I can, can say, say that. that. I'm not. Yeah, I'll just say token. But um, it's just uh, it's just and, and to have him up there and he and the funny thing is, I would love to sit down with Tim Scott and be like, dude. You know you are lying. Oh, and the you last thing that really see. pissed me off, the governor. Um, the, the the governor over the Breonna Taylor murder. He was no, no the attorney general. The attorney, the attorney general, general. I'm sorry, the attorney, the AG, the attorney general, being at the RNC, and he 
and he actually mentioned yeah. he actually mentioned Brianna Taylor's name and the to utter her name and use her name as a way of trying to say you're you're trying to bring like like that it, that Trump is trying to bring change was such a slap in the face to Brianna Taylor's family, to Brianna Taylor, and the people who are the activists who are fighting for Brianna Taylor. Um, like like I said, the whole RNC was nothing but a KKK rally. I urge you all. I urge you, mm-hmm. the listeners who did not watch anything of the DNC and RNC, I urge you to look at it. Even if even if you already hate, you know Trump. I urge you to still watch some of the RNC because if it's if it's going to do anything, it's going to really enrage you to really make sure you vote. And I really wanted us to talk about mailing voting. And just and we yeah, running out okay, of time. Yeah, saying, so, but real quick, yeah, uh, we've we've run out of time because we talked so much about how much we hated the RNC. But uh, real quick, <laughs> Jimmy, how are you voting this year? I am going to vote in person, and I'm voting early because, in my opinion. If you are able to go to the grocery store and pick up things, and you have said this, so I'm stealing from you, but if you are able to go to the grocery store and pick up things that other strangers have probably touched, you can put your ass in a voting booth. I am also trying to become an election judge so that I work election day, so that I can make sure that we have a fair election in this country. And I wanted to make sure that even if Joe Biden loses, I want to know that I have done everything I can. But my message about voting is unless you are over the age of 60 or you have some sort of pre-existing condition that can be exponentially worse under coronavirus, you should vote in person and vote early. Every other scenario where Biden does not win election night, there will be chaos in the streets. So you need to get in line and go vote. And you should, if you know people who can't get to the polls, you need to drive them to the polls. This is not a game. That's it. I totally agree. And I am going to also be voting early. And I am possibly going to be working the polls the day of the election. Um, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. have said that that's going to be my civic duty to um to the country because they are really looking for people to work at the polls and they're looking for people to yes, work, um, at polls, work at the polls. Please. They're they're starting at the age of sixteen. It's really good money, uh, for the whole day. It's like yeah. two hundred and fifty bucks for the day. Um, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. work work the polls so your grandparents mm-hmm. and your parents don't have to do it. My mother mm-hmm. works the poll every year in Minnesota and has been for all the elections. And but because is she of the going corona, to work well, I don't know. That's something she's trying to see what the precautions they're going to be doing for you know for them, um, because I I mm-hmm. know that it says that you if you do work the polls you're going to get a PPE um, mask. You they're going to I I trust what they're going to be doing. So um, they're going to be taking mm-hmm. temperatures and stuff like that. So I think that it's safer for my, it's safe for my mother to work the polls, even though I'm scared. I think that. I, I think that it's worth it because we need people to work mm-hmm. the polls. My sister's going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I encourage everyone who's young who can say, hey, let me use PTO on this day and get it off. And I'll just work the polls. I signed up to work the polls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to work the polls. So I, mm-hmm. I don't trust mail in. And we'll talk about that on our, the next time we talk. Well, yeah. And because- can I just say one last thing? Can I say one last thing? Yes. Hurry up. Really quickly. Well, yeah, really quickly. If you're going to vote by mail, 
get your ballot in the mail and don't put it back in the mail. Go directly to the Chicago, at least in Chicago, go to your board of elections and give them the ballot. Do yes. not put it back in the mail. Yes. Go directly to the board of elections and give them your ballot. Do not put it back in the mail. Yes. Yes. Like I'm, I'm going to say real quick, I tried to do mail-in voting earlier this year for the, um, what was that for the primaries? And my shit, mm-hmm. came, my shit came in the day after I went in person to vote. So because I was waiting and I was like, okay, they're not, it hasn't come yet. So I'm just letting you guys know that mail-in shit, you know, you have to be careful with that. You know, we already have problems with our postal service and waiting for stuff to come in the mail now. So don't wait till the last minute. But me and Jimmy have a very special special episode coming up in about another month so in two weeks you guys um, pay attention to my social media because i'm going to post about me and jimmy going live after the first debate which is um september 29th so we're either going to go live that night or we're going to go live the next day to talk about it it doesn't matter we'll let you guys know but our very special guest um we're going to have uh an election guest um so our our election guest is actually a trump supporter so we are going to have a three-way with a, oh, that did not sound right. God, so wow, okay, we are going yeah. to have a three-way with a Trump supporter. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to have a three-way conversation with a Trump supporter because that other, that wouldn't work. Um, okay, I'm going to leave that alone. So yeah, so y'all just <laughs> look out for that because me and Jimmy are going to have fun with that conversation and we're going to go live um, a lot more throughout um with the next 40 something days um before the election so pay attention to my social media and um keep in contact with us because we're going to go live and talk more politics there so i thank you guys for listening jimmy thank you so much for this conversation this was a really good this is really thank good thank you for having me absolutely i always and, appreciate coming and we're going to use our voices to really drive people to go to these polls because this it, this mm-hmm. election is really this is probably the most important election that we will ever have in our in our life mm-hmm. okay yes well, thanks, ma'am i say that thanks for listening you guys and talk to you all soon to follow me on social media you can go to instagram i'm very active on instagram um it's cordero underscore santiago follow me on instagram to just stay in touch with everything i'll talk about i'll update you on um the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to i'm so excited that i have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode I have an email address for you to do all of those things the email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com so I'll spell that for you darrow d-a-r-o d-a-r-e s-u darrowdaresyou at gmail.com send me an email